Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece book club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Matt. It's like my stress has melted away, along with my skin. <laughs> Jason. You're gross. <laughs> Dave. It doesn't have engines, it's just a banana. <laughs> that one's good. Theo, do you have a backup? I have so many backups. All right. Let me just choose. And Theo. <laughs> burn, sexy fire, burn like the sun. <laughs> I loved that too, because he was saying, he was saying like Romaji, he was going like, sexy fire. <laughs> God. He's listening to too much Kings of Leon. <laughs> Every week on this show, we read and discuss another volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece, but not this week. Huh? Movie Club. Because another movie came out. This movie came out uh, December of 2012, which was roughly around when we would have been reading what we're reading Mm -hmm. if we were reading it back then. Mm -hmm. I was looking up um, manga debut dates for for this, and I found an interesting set of dates. Yeah. Um, Because it turns out we've got Filmsy launching December 15th, Mm -hmm. but we have the color spread launching December 10th. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the characters from Z show up in the anime. Yes. Airing on December 2nd. I do have a note uh, about that uh, that okay. I'm saving huh. in in the middle of the movie. But this is this becomes kind of a trend. Yeah, it started back uh, with Strong World that um, to promote the movies they start doing like mini filler arcs in the anime to introduce oh. some concepts and characters. Huh. So, like, did the weird fart clown show up in the show or something? No, in that case, it was just they were learning about the plot of what was happening in the East Blue, and they encounter a place called New East Blue in the Grand Line. Oh. Okay. Where, where some East Blue refugees are now living. Oh. Wow. <laughs> One Piece filler seems wild, team. Yeah, they go uh, they go places, <laughs> certainly. It's like Degrassi. <laughs> they, are, they are not afraid to potentially clash with the canon you know i like an anime filler that stands by its beliefs yeah <laughs> even if it means trampling on Support the, dreams. the anga's dreams <laughs> uh, so we watched film z and we'll be talking about that this week but first we have a couple emails to read oh emails uh, emails emails and dave specifically dave Uh-oh. Oh, this first one i need you to prepare yourself uh-oh Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Have you been practicing your six powers? Six powers. Because oh. you are going to need Iron Body for this one. Okay. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay. So you let me know when you're ready. <laughs> Do you need to, like, bite down on some rawhide? Like, what? <laughs> well, look, I mean, we haven't seen Iron Body used in a while until this movie, and yeah. it didn't impress me. <laughs> it did not. It did not beat hockey. It so I don't know if I, I don't know if I should be relying on it, but all right, I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, this first email comes from Captain Ray, and the subject line is "Back at it again." Oh, oh, actually, actually, they warned me about this ahead of okay. time. Okay, I don't okay, know good. what the fuck they're talking about, but they did try to warn me. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ray writes, "Har yar yar, boy, Punk Hazard sure was a gas, wasn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they meant. Oh, I'm I'm beginning oh, to understand already. 
You know, say what you want about Kinemon, but he really poots his all into being a good father. Okay. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> that son of his is a real peach. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that crazy samurai stays on as Wano the crew for a while. Ah. You guys already did that joke. <laughs> yeah, we did. So. <laughs> Still good, though. Uh, he's yeah. got some cool techniques. Can't wait for Brooke to bone up on learning some of them. Oh, but boy, oh boy, I sure wish Oda would hurry up and tell us more about Vegapunk already. Come on, stop dragging things out. <laughs> oh, ha. <laughs> A well-timed revelation about him and his evil ways could really tip the scales. Why'd the project get abandoned anyway? I guess they must have run out of Monet. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's a good one. Oh. Mm. That one that one makes me emotionally upset, so I don't like. Yeah, it. yeah, but it uh, also reminds me of one of my favorite drag uh, drag queens, Monet Exchange. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, speaking of, I hear she likes to go to South Blue when she has some vacation time. Yep, she's a real snowbird. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and hey, what gives? When are we gonna see a proper duel between Zoro and Tashigi finally? To be honest, it's starting to become a bit of a sword topic for me. <laughs> <laughs> Whose show is this anyway? <laughs> I don't like the Marines, but I gotta hand it to her. She's a cut above the rest. Oh, she's a swords. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forgive you for shooting Dave, Jason. I'll be waiting for you in Dressrosa to see which one of us has truly mastered Punkerer's hockey. Ooh. <laughs> oh. But you know... That actually seems really ominous. I'm not gonna lie. But you know, despite all my rage, I'm still just a bird in a cage. <laughs> har yar 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 That's not even the lyric! <laughs> <laughs> no, that it's I degenerating. Like. Love and sudden death from Captain Ray. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. <laughs> I can right, tell Ray, you had there, a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Ray, there was a lot of build-up to this, to this email, and you gotta, you gotta step it up. <laughs> wow. How long do you think... How long do you th do you think I've survived this yeah, many years of I, podcasting with Jay? Yeah, I wanted to I, I wanted to bring this up because I mean you know we we have fun here, um, but we <laughs> all of the like you know oh puns oh you're a criminal you have to remember Dave has been putting up with this for me for like six plus years before you first heard us in like right, various yeah. like. Various D and D. Remember, I was his DM for a for a good for a good time <laughs> for many years before we started podcasting. Like, <laughs> I I like go, Ray. You know I love you, but go take two go take two years off and train your puns a little bit before you try and before you take another shot at me. You're ten thousand years too early. I was going to say you're a hundred years too young because. <laughs> There was a, a stealth pun that was introduced in like episode two of the D and D campaign that that landmine <laughs> did not go off for years. Oh, was that the sriracha? Yeah, I feel like we've mentioned it, but yeah, well, there, <laughs> let's, let's say it again just for posterity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my campaign is like all like sky pirates and sky islands and all that. Um, and the crew... A long time before he had seen One Piece. For the <laughs> record, yeah, <laughs> years before I even read One Piece. For the record. Um, <laughs> and, and every time I see something in One Piece, I have to, like, remind Tyler, 
I promise you, I did not read One Piece. <laughs> but uh, the chef uh, aboard the, the Silver Lining, which is the ship our crew is on, um, the chef is a tiefling who has served for kings and he was knighted and stuff. So his name is Sir Racha. Okay. And we all missed it for, for years. For years. For Wait, years. Really? And I tried to... I feel like I feel like he said it once to introduce him. And then from that point on, we all just started calling him Racha. Yeah. Like his name. So yeah. it took a while for us to hear Sir Racha again. And we're all like... Oh, <laughs> I try to like I tr- every time I'd be like, yeah. So Sir Racha would go to the, <laughs> and I would try to like, I try to season it in. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We didn't it take dense. us till like that episode when we were playing as the side characters? Yes, yes. and like yeah. I was Sir Racha. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's main character in that game, for the record, is very well described as like the perfect, like middle point between Luffy and Usopp. That's Ooh. what I was going for. Which uh, I, I can only appreciate now, but uh, is very <laughs> is very effective. <laughs> He's a lot more proactive about making his lies true than Usopp is. That's true. <laughs> That's just an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, our next email comes from Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. The subject line reads, I only know one piece through y'all, and it's good. Whoa. <laughs> what? All right. Scott Uh, writes, Ahoy, piecemeal pals. Just wanted to let you good folks know how much I'm loving the pod as someone who has never read or watched any One Piece and probably never will. Uh Uh-huh. That's fair. I walk dogs for a living, which gives me nearly infinite time for audio, but not so much for (laughs) watching or reading a thing. That's fair. Thankfully, it turns out that One Piece, the audio book, is good, too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we do do table reads. Yeah. It does mm. give me some possibly weird headcanons for characters, though. For example, Kuma, in my mind, is just the Pokemon Beware. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair, yeah. I mean, you're not that far off. And the pacifistas are Monokuma. Uh, okay. From Danganronpa, yeah. if you're not familiar. I remember. <laughs> also, Nico Robin has a bird beak straight out of Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> also, not that far off. <laughs> yeah, that she has a distinct nose. Uh, and Trafalgar Law wears a British solicitor's wig. <laughs> a what? That's all accurate, right? A what? A, what? a British solicitor's wig. Like a powdered wig. Oh. oh. Like what like what like the a, founding fathers Yeah, would yeah, wear. that's accurate. Like a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, you know. It's it's Laura's favorite part about him. <laughs> yeah, his is is the soft those soft coiffed curls. Uh huh. She never shuts up about it. If only she were here to confirm. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. But she would, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have we ever run into a One Piece character that has like a powdered wig, aside from Trafalgar Um, Law, of course? Uh, uh, the what's his name? (laughs) Igarons looked like one. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And his wife. Right. Terracotta. 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 Anyway, some discussion questions and a theory for you. Oh. Is there a devil fruit, devil fruit, fruit? Uh, what would that even be? I don't um, know what that means. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't comprehend this question. one fruit to rule them all. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> and one fruit allowed. to bind them. <laughs> oh, 
since devil fruits can be fed to inanimate objects, could they feed one to another devil fruit? Oh, Whoa. I see. I see where you're getting at now. Oh, I don't. And like then this. would it become conscious? Yes. Uh, building off that question, could Blackbeard be a devil fruit that ate a human human fruit? Whoa! His body I like, I is like the, weird. I like the way you think, Scott. <laughs> or maybe Mr. Bucket (parentheses Sanji). Well, that's what because <laughs> I remember Bucket. Mr. Bucket. Uh, that was <laughs> the, the one. <laughs> That was the one. There's wow. some X mark from a billion years ago about like about like a a, a human devil fruit or something. Personification. Yeah, Oda, Oda said in an SBS that sometimes he thinks Sanji is like a human devil fruit. Yeah. Which. What? <laughs> yeah. Pardon. Pardon, Mister Oda. Excuse me. Pardon, Monsieur. Does that explain his curly eyebrows? <laughs> I mean, who better to be a chef than one who was once food? Mm. Oh. That that kind of makes sense, and I don't I don't know if I like. No, the that's fact a that's that a haunting sense. line of thought. I, I yeah. don't care for it. It is haunting, and I am into it. Yeah, I bet you are. Uh, theory number one: Enel and the Moonbots are the Uranus weapon. Ooh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I like that's that. that's something because we 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 do we are associating Uranus with the sky. At least I am right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And I remember it t- would make sense that the abandoned moon city would uh, would be an ultimate weapon of some kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is not something anime-only watchers would know about. Yeah. Which is bug nuts. Though, I'm not sure if I'm crazy about the One Piece world having a Death Star. Sure. <laughs> Scott points out that Enel and the Moonbots is also a good name for a band. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Definitely like, so, Anil like something. And the moon bots. <laughs> and the bots. It's like, a, it's like one of those. It's, it's like one of those, uh, you know, Scooby Doo knockoff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like, it's like yeah. um, what is it? Like the Hex Girls from the from the Scooby movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, the Hex Girls. The Hex Girls are actually like cool. I'm talking about the like five thousand. Shows they made Knock off. just Scooby Doo, but yeah. but they replaced the dog with something else. Jabberjaw, Jabberjaw, like Jabberjaw, Scooby, yeah. but water. A talking car. What was the car? The dune buggy. Uh, I forget what it was called. You're gonna I do too. This out because I'm not gonna I, I, rest until I solve this. <laughs> yeah. Just look up Hanna Barbera car. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, it's a speed buggy. Mm. Oh, speed buggy, right? All right. Which is a pretty good name that shouldn't. Because there it's just yeah. the name of a type of car. Yeah. There needs to be a crossover with Speed Racer and Speed Buggy. <laughs> yes, there you go. Go on a beach vacation together. Correct. Uh, theory number B. Mm. Ooh, I like this. I like this format. We are living moss. At the end of the series, Luffy travels back in time, and it turns out he is Goldie Roger, or Joy Boy. Whoa! Ooh. Joy Boy would be an appropriate name for him. He makes like a he makes like a perfect time loop, and, <laughs> and magic time powers is an X mark. So, <laughs> yeah. but he can't because he then he'd have to be Ace's dad. Wait! Whoa! Yeah! No, no, wait! Mm. He'd have to he'd have to get with Rouge and and that's There's that would be no. a difficult thing for her to pull off. That, <laughs> are, are you? That would make her more impressive though. 
Like I said, I haven't read or watched, so there's probably some visual cues that make this impossible. Uh, but Luffy sure is a joyful boy. Mm-hmm. He is. Joy Boy feels like it could be his screen name. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, his like tw- that's, that's his, his like name. his homestuck pester chum handle. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> These are some of the ridiculous things your podcast makes me think of, so I hope they are all X marks. <laughs> Every single one of them are, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who associates Luffy mentally with some kind of with something Joy Boy, because it feels like in in the same way that like like what is a jester, but like the one who can mock the king. <laughs> like yeah. I'm I'm wondering if it's a vibe like that. The um well I mean, he's already following directly in Roger's footsteps. Mm. Um, and the way that Joy Boy has been described is it's another sort of like hereditary-ish position or like another mm. Mm. thing in like a cycle that is repeating. Yeah. So... Ah, love the like show. Like the rising of the sun. <laughs> love the show and wishing the best for your whole crew. Scott in Chicago. Scott Thanks, Chicago. Scott. Thank you, Scott. P.S. Looking forward to your eventual Yu Yu Hakusho or Kuwabaka Radio podcast. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Good pitch. Uh, P.P.S. A cab. So thank you, Scott. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even on the ocean. <laughs> Especially on the ocean. Uh huh. I just realized, like, you and in what the folklore you had, AMAB. Yeah. And that would that would be appropriate here, but the M would mean something different. It would. <laughs> uh, so how about we talk about film Z? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Uh, the movie begins with someone singing a sailing dirge, a very somber song. <gasps> yeah, such. A, before we start, I just gotta say this is a kick-ass movie. I loved every second of it. <laughs> okay, not every second. There were not like every two second. or three seconds I did not love. <laughs> two but, or three. We could lose but the rest seconds. of it is pretty good. <laughs> But yeah, this is a, a solid opening. Yeah, I, I definitely overall enjoyed it more than Strong World. Yeah. yeah. It's like a mournful dirge about like the peaceful ocean over top of like these weapons of war being assembled. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a very large purple haired man having a giant robotic arm grafted onto his body. He is the Terminator. <laughs> Fucking basically. <laughs> Uh, then we cut to a marine battle, uh, and they are all fighting men with a strange insignia. It is not quite Jolly Roger, but not quite Marine Flag either. Mm-hmm. The purple-haired man takes to the field, saying, Every last pirate in the world is going to be crushed under his robot fist. And then he attacks the Marines. Is yeah. What? <laughs> hmm. Some, some mixed messaging. <laughs> a little bit. And while it would have been technically incorrect, it's a missed opportunity that he didn't say Iron Fist. <laughs> you know, maybe it's that he doesn't see a difference between the two. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh, joining him is a blue-haired woman dual-wielding knives. Love her. her only will is to follow Master Zed wherever he may take her. <laughs> they are also joined by a bizarre ninja man who seems to have some vine powers. I love this so freak. really... I love it's this a really freak. incredible tone shift for, yeah. from, from her introduction to his. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love this freak so much. He yeah, looks he like is. he he Mosa 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 Mosa. He, I think he's a Pokemon. A little bit. <laughs> he looks like a kite with arms. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. His body is just yes. a 
fucking quadrilateral. Yeah, he's like an origami ninja. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, Zed, the purple-haired man, is so tough, he can and does fend off two giant marines single-handedly. Like actual giants, not just big guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Capital G giant. You should also note um, the ninja guy, he, he has like a head wrapping that is synonymous with um, thieves from like the Edo times. Yes. This trio fight their way through a marine compound, and they end up stealing strange egg-like objects that are floating in a pink liquid. Ooh, wonder what Digimon these are going to turn into. (laughs) Admiral Kizaru arrives to try and thwart their heist. Borsalino! Borsalino! (laughs) I was really into this fight. Watching Kizaru animated is weird, but I'm really into it. (laughs) He, he he's a lot good. scarier animated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He makes out good. Oh, also, shouldn't uh, shouldn't miss, purple-haired man has uh, what I put in my notes as the bullet punch. Yeah. Where, like, he kind of, like, grabs a guy and then, like, big O, his arm piston just, like, goes back <laughs> and then poosh, there's a big explosion. Yeah, really good. It's really cool. Good stuff. Right? Also, his arm just has a great sound effect every time he swings it. Yeah. <laughs> the, great it's like the bionic man. Yeah. Borsalino addresses Zed as Master Zephyr, and the two seem to share a history. Whoa. Zed says that Master Zephyr is dead. Oh. He's able to hold his own against Kizaru, but seems to be suffering from fatigue, needing to take drugs from an inhaler of some kind during the fight. Zed says that they're stealing the Dynastones, which are said to rival the power of the ancient weapons. Oh, we got a bonus ancient weapon. Oh, another one. <laughs> oh, a movie sclusi. <laughs> the Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> God damn it. I do love me I do love me some some convenient out of nowhere great power that rivals the other great power. <laughs> I, I don't. But. You just haven't heard about it because it's, it's a secret. I know this is how it goes. Oh, I was I was being sarcastic. I don't love it either. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, they also cause a massive explosion when they are exposed to oxygen. Oh, okay. What? Oh my! Where did they come <laughs> how from? Did how did we get these? Yeah. Yeah. How were they created without? Well, I guess it had to be science. Ah, uh, Vegapunk. It's, pro- it's gotta probably. be. Anytime there's a fucked up science thing, it's probably Vegapunk. <laughs> it's probably Vegapunk. Just like how anytime there's probably gonna be some weird movie only villain that we've just now heard of, it's probably someone who escaped from Impel Down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zed breaks open a container and hurls the egg shaped stone at his former pupil, which erupts a cataclysmic explosion on the island that they're on. That was a dumb thing to do. He, he's, he's made a light. <laughs> yeah. 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 And also in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he but he had another objective. So I do like the the immediate uh Borsellino about to eat total shit face that yes, comes yes. with like him jumping way out of the way and then Z just like pooms that the egg just <laughs> way up. It's like ah beans. And then it explodes. It almost gets him. It yeah. almost gets him. Yeah. Uh, we cut to some time later, probably a day or so uh, during the day, as the Straw Hats enjoy a cherry blossom party on the deck of the Thousand Sunny. Ah, uh, they're having a little cherry blossom viewing, and Frankie is the cherry tree. <laughs> let's. It makes me so happy. Let's Jam's courtesy of Brooke. <laughs> get into it. 
This is good. Uh, Sakura Frankie is everything. Like purple (laughs) or like pink afro. His shoulder pads are like pink puffy leaves, and like his forearms are all everything pink. (laughs) The the BF now stands for beautiful Frankie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It always stood for that as well. (laughs) We also get. One of my favorite chopper outfits, and I'm gonna <laughs> die. He's a little cow. He's a little cow yeah. with a milk yeah. bottle around drink, his he, neck, he, and it's so cute. He's his milk. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh. This is genuinely my favorite part of watching a One Piece movie. It's just the, it's just the outfits. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, uh, Robin and Usopp are gardening together, but Usopp is smothering his pop greens with insecticide, which is spreading <laughs> to the drinks that Zoro and Chopper were trying to enjoy. This is a poor, this is a poor time for this, Usopp. Yeah. So, a couple of things and, about and, this and scene. Lu- Luffy's response to this is to say, you poison Chopper and Zoro's drinks, and Zoro won't stop drinking. He won't. <laughs> like, we all know that if we this... We can't stop him. If, if this kills him, he'll just keep doing it. <laughs> and I love Usopp's argument of <laughs> insecticide is meant to kill insects. If it kills you, then you're an insect. <laughs> um, oh, but... Chopper just like assumes like, well, I guess this is what they call a mature flavor. A mature flavor, <laughs> poison. <laughs> couple couple things I wanted to note about this scene. Number one, uh, uh-huh. Usopp is not wearing his his bandana properly. He's not wearing his mask properly. It's covering his mouth, but not his long nose. Yeah. Um. Number two, are we just not going to talk about um, Robin's haunted watering can? I know, yeah, what is that up made with that? A, that made a ghostly sound when we zoomed in on it. Are we just not no. going to bring this up? We're not. I wasn't going to, but now we have. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot she about just, it. She's a woman Somehow. of particular tastes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then we get a shot of Nami's boobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, That's it. Yeah. Her boobs are introduced before she's introduced. Yeah. For a while, the real it's, star it, of the it franchise. Lingers. Honestly, it's very yeah. um. What's that like Tumblr post of like men who write women characters where like she she, she breasted <laughs> boobily down to the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's yeah. she breasted her book boobily. Yeah, it's gets, very gets that. Into that sometimes. Yeah, we get a like it's not just a lingering shot. We get a whole jiggle animation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she's. I, I I think she's figured out that um. That Sanji cannot be cured, so she might as well just exploit him. Like, <laughs> which I mean, at this point, fair that, enough. That's in character for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. that that the uh, the animators knew that we wouldn't have much much time with them, so <laughs> they wanted to save her every second they got. Mm. As the crew argues with Sanji about getting some dessert, volcanic ash begins to cover the deck of the Sunny. Yum! Oh shit! But Usopp stopped his his poison spraying. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to a very snazzy title sequence. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. do we! Marine logo, but it's upside down. <laughs> uh, it tells a simplified version of Zed's life as a marine. Mm-hmm. It looks like a like a Metal Gear Solid like title screen. Kinda, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very Persona Five. Ooh, oh, that too. Yeah, yeah really sure. like bright flat graphic with the blacks reds and 
whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see the straw hats in some equally snazzy outfits, and they're just being cool in this title <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want them to do. Returning to the movie, Nami's <laughs> concerned that the island the volcano was on must have been destroyed by its eruption because the needle on her log pose is spinning erratically. <laughs> it is like now a going bad. Lost shit. its parents. Oh. Luffy decides that sounds neat yeah. and decides to set a course that away. This was so funny because like she very and Usopp are like sitting on the stairs talking about like we need to not let Luffy see this. We need to not right. And then Luffy's neck stretches down from above the frame. <laughs> like, oh hey, what you got there? Hey, <laughs> Luffy is any dog as soon as uh, the sound of a potato chip bag opening is heard. <laughs> Oh, so now, Nami and is... Usopp are whispering, there must be something dangerous they don't want me to know. About. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my, what gets me is is Usopp tries to argue with him, and Nami just gently puts his hand, her hand on his arm like, it's, it's, it's done. It's, it's done, it. Usopp. <laughs> my, my personal headcanon is because uh, we see Frankie talking to Nami about it first, and he's like, Oh, an island being fucked up so bad that it lost its magnetic pool? That's literally impossible. And Nami goes, well, it's the new world, so my headcanon is Frankie immediately went and told Luffy about it. I believe it. I believe it. God damn it, Frankie. <laughs> and Robin did not stop him. <laughs> uh, along the way, Luffy spots Zed drifting alone at sea and tries to rescue him. But as soon as he stretches an arm out to grab Zed's robo-arm, Luffy's energy gets sapped out. <gasps> uh oh, this is great. I figured out immediately what that meant. <laughs> I don't know if anybody. Yeah, knows. oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I pretty much figured it out, but it's yeah. very cool. But it's a good way to deliver. Yeah, it. very yeah. good. Uh, they pull him aboard, and Robin examines the arm and comes to the conclusion that it is constructed from sea prism stone. Whoa! I wonder what that must feel like, because she like puts a finger up to it and then like pulls it away. Yeah, yeah. I, I suspect you don't forget it. I bet it feels something like um, if you ever get like electrocuted. Yeah, mm. I wonder if it feels like that. I always assumed it was like your limbs going to sleep or something like that. Ooh, oh, I, I imagine it feeling a like an acute version of like you know that pre-flu feeling when you're just really oh yeah <laughs> exhausted and drained. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Despite having just been on an island that was exploding and then drifting through you know, an undetermined amount of ocean. He still has yeah. his shades. Yeah. yeah. So my assumption is that the shades work the same way as the Navy's coats. Like as, <laughs> as long as his sense of righteousness is intact, the shades will stay on. <laughs> also, that is definitely the the same super buoyant wood that Mr. Three was floating on right there. Absolutely. It has to be. Like, come on. How else would it carry that arm? Absolutely. I gotta say, I do love the One Piece movie tradition that I'm now observing of uh, Luffy inviting the antagonist of the movie on board at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah. It's true. Everyone really liked it when he did that with Bon Clay. <laughs> so we're just gonna keep doing it. Yeah, it worked, it worked out that time. <laughs> uh, despite the danger this mystery guy might pose, Luffy elects to allow Dr. Chopper to treat the patient. Sometime later, Zed comes to in the infirmary. Luffy asks if he wants a ride somewhere, but Zed explains that his crew has a Viver card for him and will probably be coming along to pick him up soon. When they were talking about whether to let him stay, like Zoro says, when he wakes up, he might kill us all and is actively excited by the prospect. 
Zoro's scary. Luffy and Chopper want to know about his crazy arm, and Zed explains, it's a weapon that Navy scientists cooked up after his arm was cut off by a pirate. It's called the Battle Smasher, and it's one of a kind. It's not very well named. Or maybe it's very well named. I don't know. It's, it's descriptive. It's accurate, yeah. Chances are he came up with the name. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Luffy asks if Zed is with the Marines. And Zed says he was for a time, but got too old and quit. Nowadays, he's on more of a personal mission. Hmm. If he says that's good, because if he was a marine, things might get ugly, since they're pirates and all. Since, well, oops. And when he hears that, Zed smiles wide. That was a wrong thing. <laughs> that phrase just fucking activated Zed's almonds right there. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> He throws Luffy through a wall. He said, of course you're a fucking pirate. Couple of notes I wanted to make before uh, the action starts. Number one, we get a prolonged scene of a, of a close-up of a lighter Sanji is using. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's and I only bring this up because we get a, a mirror of it towards the third act of the movie. Yeah, For no like other reason to than to show off this lighter. Um, which really, really wanted lighter. you to see the design on it which does look cool it's like a yeah. gold engravy thing um number two chopper pretending to be zed with using yeah. his milk bottle as a robot yeah. arm is the it's cutest cute. goddamn thing in the universe yes. <laughs> i also wrote this down buddy uh, was everybody able to see the lighter by the way since it was so close up like the design on it um uh, yes oh, i, I didn't pay attention to it I'll, I'll pull up an image for you later, but uh, basically it is a, a woman sort of clutching. She's sitting and clutching her knees to her head and crying. Huh. Okay. It's the shape of the lighter. Huh. Well, Sanji, why? Well, but in fancy gold. I looked it up, and it's um, the Sleeping Mermaid DuPont Engraving Cigarette Lighter number 29 in gold. The famous ST DuPont Linier 2 model, a monolithic metal with a delicate guilloche surface and a matte and polished finish. The iconic ST DuPont lighter with the famous crystal clear ring of the lighter cap, discerning style, meets innovative technique to create a range of modern classics. On Wait, sale for eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah, you can get it. You can Apparently. buy it. What? Whoa. Oh, it does sound like a Sanji thing. <laughs> Uh, Zed asks Luffy to look him in the eye and tell him why he's decided to be a criminal. Luffy says he's going to be king of the pirates, and a fight breaks out between all of the Straw Hats and Zed. <laughs> That's the not whole really crew much of an and one answer, guy. Luffy. You're just you, you, he asked, "Why are you a criminal?" You said, "Because I'm going to be the best criminal." <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fundamentally Luffy answer. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just then, Zed's crew arrives and begins to board the Sunny. The dual-wielding woman introduces herself as Ayn, Vice Admiral of the Neo-Marines. Whoa. That can't be good. Probably Uh. not. (laughs) Anytime I hear Neo in front of a political movement, I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I've seen how this goes. I've Uh, watched Gundam before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Frankie charges at the ninja guy, but gets wrapped up in vines before he can fight. Oh, man, why doesn't he do Frankie Fresh Fire? <laughs> uh, all I know is the, the ninja guy got really lucky that they happened to be invading a ship that has grass and plant <laughs> yeah, life on I'm it. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure he was he was loving it. <laughs> we learn his name later, but the ninja guy's name is Bins. Bins. He explains that his Mosa Mosa, or Grow Grow fruit, allows him to grow and manipulate any nearby plant life. So it's very convenient for him that the Sunny's deck is covered in grass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he would other not, otherwise not be the most useful person to be on the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here is where I put the brief aside to the anime. Uh, so, like we said, in the anime, starting with Strong World, they began doing short filler arcs as promotion for the upcoming movies that would introduce various concepts or factions of the movies. Hmm. In this case, uh, it's called the Zed's Ambition Arc, and it introduces additional Neo-Marines that are anime only. Oh. Mm. Oh. Uh, but I have to mention one of them. Huh. His name is Alpacacino. Okay. Oh, Holy okay. shit. Okay. Yeah. And he is he is a bazooka that ate an alpaca fruit. Alright. Wow. Man, that's... that's got a lot of layers. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he like thinker. at all Al Pacino themed? No, he's just an alpaca. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was How do you fuck that up? Up. He's an alpaca that's a gun. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? I was so excited when you said his name, and then <laughs> yeah. the disappointment I can't describe. But but then I looked up what he looks like, and now I'm excited again. Yeah, this dude rocks. Because this is a great, this is a great character. Uh, I, I love this little guy. Come on, Google. I want to see the alpaca gun. I, I got you. Thank I you. linked you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then. <laughs> oh, my God. I love him. <laughs> He's such a good boy. Oh. oh, my God. Back to the movie. Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji try to fight off Zed while the rest of the crew contend with Ayn and Bins. Bins <clears throat> takes out almost the whole crew. Yeah, he manages to wrap up Usopp, Chopper, and Brook along with Frankie. Mm-hmm. Then Ayn uses her return, return fruit on Nami, Chopper, Robin, and Brook. This is a problem. It it makes you exactly 12 years younger. Yeah, the return return fruit can de-age anyone or thing by 12 years. Exactly 12 That's, years. I don't like Interesting. this. It's very weird. This is a horrifying overpowered fruit that could kill anyone on the planet, Literally. but instead it's just used for horny. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. she st- she knows that though. Like she knows she outright says she I does could say un- it. <laughs> I could undo your existence by de-aging you. Like I could send yeah. you to presumably at which point you go to the minus land from <laughs> yeah. uh, from Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator. Um, yeah, just two hits from her, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, because like most of the crew uh, unless, is nineteen un- years old, <laughs> unless you're Brooke, which may be the movie's best gag. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he loves, he's he's Brooke is her her so, hard counter, and for yeah. some reason is not the one that fights her. But <laughs> and is mostly fine with it because he gets he gets to be a you know a, a spry young man of ninety again. <laughs> also, um, uh, sorry, I was quiet because I was I was frantically wiki searching for information about the lighter. Oh, okay. Uh, well, whether or not it it existed in real before being like before being dropped into One Piece or vice versa, but no. Yeah. It started out in One Piece during Punk Hazard and was later defictionalized by French luxury goods manufacturer DuPont. Wow. There you go. What? And volume 1000 uh, for 
One Piece Volume 1000 apparently has an advertisement for <laughs> Volume 1000 or Chapter 1000? It says Volume 1000. Um, That's not a real thing. <laughs> I didn't... That you know of. Oh. One Piece Volume 1000Z is a free volume distributed oh, okay. to One Piece Film Z attendees. Ah. Aha! Tree of Light Pamphlet. This okay. is also a, a tradition they, they started doing with the movies. It is a it is a bonus chicken nugget for moviegoers. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, last so, time they got chapter zero. So the, the lighter was in Punk Hazard? It first appeared in Punk Hazard, it says. Yeah, he's been using it already oh. in the manga. Huh. Because it's oh. a mermaid, I'm gonna guess he like picked it up as a souvenir down in down in Fishman Island. That's believable. Yeah. As dumb as all of this is, I do think it's cool that this is the first time it's been relevant because this has been established before i believe because it's because it's been shown that like robin can feel what her like duplicate art limbs feel yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah and if, and if it hurt and if something if something hurts them she feels it yeah mm-hmm. this is the first time it's been really relevant that her extra parts are actually part of her at least as long as they exist yeah because they're the part that get touched with the return right. return power oh, yeah, yeah. I, that is cool. Uh, Zed fights off the monster trio and mocks Luffy for his childish ambitions, despite being unable to defend his own ship from attackers. What good is a captain that can't defend his crew? Yeah. Luffy tells Zed his whole name, and Zed recognizes him as Garp's grandson. <laughs> Reputation. <laughs> Zed and the Neo Marines begin an artillery barrage to destroy the Sunny. This part made me just so tense and nervous. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to replace that wood? I was about <laughs> to say, that's why this this it will only happen in a movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, Luffy Wait, frees yeah, Frankie. that's the wood that is immune to bullets. It's from the yeah. tree. Uh, <laughs> I did forget to bring it up in Punk Hazard, so it's good that it came up here. But remember where he got that from? The black that market. Wood? Yeah. Oh, Frankie's got connections. Yeah. Huh. To the underground, yeah. the criminal underground that we have now been seeing more uh, directly. Yeah, that's true. Same, same, maybe the same connections that Doflamingo has. Yeah. Ooh. It's gotta be the same spheres, anyway. Right. Uh, Luffy frees Frankie from the vines so that they can coup de burst away to safety. Meanwhile, Sakazuki gets a report on Zed's heist and wonders what his plan could be. Stealing dinostones, which were meant to protect locations called endpoints. Hmm. Instead, Zed has apparently started using them to destroy the endpoints. This seems like a bad plan on the Marines' part. They're you... pretty bad at plans. <laughs> You've got these, like, Earth destruction buttons, and you choose to guard them using bombs that would activate the Earth destruction buttons. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Good job, guys. So this... Maybe this was Sakazuki's idea. So this movie, <laughs> this movie gave part of the world a glowing weak point. Yes. All right. Yeah. Three of them. Three of I, them. Because it's a boss I, fight. Uh huh. <laughs> right. I have to say, I I'm okay with almost all of this. Yeah. The only the only part I don't like is the the throwaway line that these things are as powerful as the ancient yes. right? and they just have them laying around. And they but just keep saying it. The, the rest of it gets gets progressively more interesting as the as the movie goes on, I think. They're also 
they're also aside from like being the MacGuffin of the movie, they're largely irrelevant to the actual events. <laughs> yeah, of the right. Film. It's funny. <laughs> they could have just been bombs. Yeah, he could right. have just been making bombs. Uh, Sakazuki gives the order to eliminate anyone calling themselves Neo Marines. Absolute justice. Garp, Kobe, and Helmeppo hypothesize on Zed's plan, and Garp imagines he's trying to destroy the endpoints to kill every pirate of the New World at once by causing an apocalyptic event on the planet. I'm gonna blow up the New World. What? (laughs) Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. He doesn't think small. Give him that. I mean, I guess he's technically correct. If you just kill literally everyone, you kill the pirates. On a peaceful island, Frankie sets to work repairing the Sunny while the others plan their vengeance on Zed. Uh, Usopp is hesitant about attacking the Neo-Marines so soon after losing, but all of the shrunk members don't want to stay shrunk any mm-hmm. longer than they have to. Except for Bob. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's got the lusciousness and moisture in his hair of a 70-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> don't you want to feel it? <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of we kind of miss uh, skipped over it, but Chopper also got hit with the the return return. He's and, just little, and He's yeah, only tinier. lost like an inch. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only real difference. He's, He's a just tinier baby. <laughs> he became even more Sanrio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sanji is a creep about little Nami. Oh Moving boy, on. So, this was so not. We- this is the worst. It's so, a so weirdly specific thing for him to be into. Yeah. yeah. And it's even Ugh. even more weird, he says things later that contradict his feelings here. Yeah, I think the writers fucking realized <laughs> this is what they had gotten themselves into and pulled the ripcord. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, left the scene anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's okay because it's not canon. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. I, I I can't tell if these are canon or canon. Uh, elements are <laughs> okay. There, there is a hopefully sl- not uh, these elements. Yeah, there's a less gross version of this from Usopp directed towards Robin, where he, where he he says, "Well, maybe Robin won't object to it now that she's got now that she's got all the like everything's in the right place this time or something like that." <laughs> Fuck off, Usopp. It's just, just kind of. And then she like <laughs> oh. she beats the shit out of him, and he knew he yeah, did. She... The, he knew what he did. Because she's fucking 30. What yeah, yeah like... <laughs> Listen. 30 is ancient old. by anime standards. You're a grandma. Crusty. And I would get up to say something about that, but my knees hurt, so I won't. <laughs> just just because she doesn't actually a- act like an adult on the, uh, on the sunny doesn't mean she wants to give up being one. <laughs> uh, at the dock, Frankie and Luffy meet the portmaster, who knows on sight that they got attacked by Zed. I love everything about this man. Yes. He's great. Uh, he, he has a creepy little grandson with him. With a I love him. <laughs> I love his grandson so much. This little <laughs> snot-nosed gremlin. I love this, this gross gro- goblin family. His grandson is so irrelevant to this movie that like, yeah. he has a name. They never say, like, somehow Luffy just knows it later. And addresses him by his name, <laughs> but they never introduce themselves. He's so irrelevant <laughs> that there's a scene where he, he uh, uh, he's like the first character you see in an establishing shot, 
And I think to myself, did I miss something? Who the fuck is this character? And he doesn't get a speaking line until two-thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah. Right. Up until yeah. the first time, his first line is, he's just, he's just smiling at you so big and snotty. His name is Golly, for the record. That's Golly. a great name for him. It's a good name. Yeah. Perfect. The portmaster is all four helping pirates that were waylaid by Zed wanting to help the brave young men and women of the new world achieve their dreams of adventure. He offers to give them weaponry that was left behind by pirates who had docked there before them. Whose spirits had been broken by Zed. Hi, welcome to Broken Dreams Island, where all the broken dream pirates go. Anyway, we we held on to their stuff. Anyway, here there's, here's their inherited will. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is interesting to me, because this is what, you know, we've been told, like, this is what Luffy does to the his adversaries yeah. is he breaks their spirits yeah 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 and so like mm. now we've got like a, another version of anti-luffy i mean that is the question of the movie is like, like in is pursuit that... of your dream how many other dreams are you crushing yeah mm-hmm. is it morally acceptable to yeah it's it's interesting i like it it's good yeah. <laughs> the straw hats hop aboard a nearby sea train to the next island over Hooray. Apparently they have them in the new world now. <laughs> Children love the sea train. Children love the sea train. I I like to think Iceberg's responsible for that. Somehow. Probably. He's, he's mm-hmm. proliferating it. Yeah. They go to a nearby island to shop and also gather some intel before their counterattack on the Neo Marines. <laughs> they split up into two teams. The intel gatherers and uh-huh. the violent conspicuous types, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. who were told to do nothing and keep their nose to Lay themselves. Low. <laughs> Which really, I think that's another indicator of how far Sanji has fallen. <laughs> that he's that he's just lumped in with this group now. When right. he it, it, traditionally he should be the one planning this whole thing. Right? No, 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 no. You, you've got it wrong. He's he's babysitting Zoro and Luffy. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, okay. If left to their own devices, Luffy and Zoro would absolutely get into trouble. Is Brooke right. gonna stop him? That's no, fair. No. That's fair. He's an enabler. <laughs> Luffy would get into trouble. Zoro would wind up, I don't know, back in the East Blue somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's fair. It's he'd wind fair. up he'd wind up in Strong World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um He'd be in the wait, wrong there, movie. Is, there there isn't a Zoro getting lost joke in this movie, is there? I don't think so. No, in fact... Well, no, there is. There is. It's towards the end, though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's when the fight breaks out. Oh. Yeah, the, um... But, but the, the other... So the, the, the violent, unstable team, <laughs> unreliable team, mostly just ends up taking baths the whole time. Yeah, they time. go to a uh-huh. hot spring. Hot spring and have a good time. <laughs> we get time. an onsen episode. <laughs> I, wish I, could, I wish I could go with but them. There, there is some um, equal service fan service. Uh, yes. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Now we see Luffy's butt. <laughs> all right um but what i love about it is the bit where like it like brooke because because both luffy and brooke apparently hot springs feel so good that even if you're a devil fruit user it's worth it <laughs> to immerse yourself in water and just be incapacitated yeah and brooke slumped in the bath is indistinguishable from an actual skeleton <laughs> like a dead corpse <laughs> but someone just dumped in a bathtub yeah <laughs> Uh, the other team, Nami, Chopper, Robin, and Usopp, go to do the actual work. God. And Usopp lives out the life he should have been living this whole time. <laughs> yeah, by actual work, I of course mean that Robin gets a job as a dancer at a bar. 
<laughs> to distract Marines, I guess. While Nami is a serving girl and Usopp is their manager. God. <laughs> and swindles people out of money. And yeah. uh, Chopper shines shoes out front. Uh, He's a shoe-shining boy. We're frankly quite lucky that they didn't get so distracted by this, like... <laughs> distract a secret endeavor this, <laughs> yeah. co- this, this cover identity it was really successful uh, yeah it was actually working they were like, raking we're, in we're, the berries we're lucky nami kept it top billing on day one yeah <laughs> and got the imp- important enough marines to come wash her that they were able to get the info but we're lucky that nami remembered that's what they were there to do <laughs> this I is 100 percent a D plan uh, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely God, yeah, oh, it is. Completely. It is, yeah divas and dumbasses <laughs> Ooh, I'm both. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Zed and his crew erupt another volcano at another endpoint, of which there are only three. Total. Yeah, mm-hmm. so two down, one to go already. Mm-hmm. For the benefit, of, I feel like we need to specify things like that for the benefit of the at least one person we now know exists <laughs> who is experiencing the, the story entirely through us. Will not watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the hot springs, the violent boys encounter Kuzan, who's been waiting for them to arrive. Oh, shit. The violent boys TM. <laughs> for, he, he's been waiting for them to arrive for a while, but hasn't got up to approach them, because he also keeps falling asleep in the baths. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really cozy. Luffy and everybody get ready to fight, but Kuzan assures them that he's not there to fight, and that he's not even a marine anymore. And then he we... Steps s- at- yeah, we see some stuff that I I don't think I knew. Yes, and this is canon. Oh, really? Uh, he steps out of the baths, revealing his enormous scars covering his body from his duel with Sakazuki. And he's also permanently missing a leg now and creates his own prosthetic out of ice. Ooh, yeah. Jeez. He got fucked up. That's got to feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, I imagine so. So I think I talked about this on the Discord. I forget if it's ever been brought up on the podcast, but it's really interesting. Um, we've seen two Logias now who have prosthetic limbs. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Crocodile and Kuzan. Crocodile. Yeah. And I assumed, at least in Crocodile's case, that he probably lost the hand before he got the fruit or something. Yeah. I, I, I always assumed as well. But I guess if you use enough hockey, you can dismember a Logia. Yeah. And it's yeah. permanently, yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm still I'm still holding on to my uh, to my game theory. Crocodile still has his hand. Is that <laughs> that fucking that fucking ball around his his hook hand is big enough for a hand to fit in? Yes, I 100 percent agree. To what end? No clue. <laughs> it's, it's crocodile. It's street street cred. Yeah. Wants to look more like a pure and simple. Like That's a legit true. pirate, but only a only a loser would actually like you know debilitate themselves by losing a hand <laughs> in pursuit of that. Luffy asks what he's doing in there, and Kuzan has to admit that he is also looking for Zed. Over in the bar, Nami tries to ply info from some drunk Marines and learns the story <laughs> of the endpoints. She thought they were just basically... a myth to scare children. Right, basically. There are three glowing weak points on the planet, and if you blow them up, uh, the new world will be destroyed. Yep. Man, that's not a good myth to scare children with, because, like, the point of myths to scare children is, like, to get them to do what you want. Like, oh, you better get inside before dark, or the hook-handed man will come get ya. If you don't clean your plate, some pirate's gonna blow up the endpoints. 
the endpoints will get you. Yeah, that's why. I, that's that's honestly like a genuinely good point. And what? Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense as an organic story. And which why is would, why I think it's based on older information. Why yeah. would Nami, who lived in the East Blue, have a children's <laughs> have story heard about the endpoints about the New World? Right. If Bellamere went sailing around, she might have heard all kinds of <laughs> stories that she told and, I mean, and, and that, Yeah, but I don't think she was in the New World. <laughs> Although that would be a story Bellamere would tell them. Like, I, I yeah, feel like she like, would have poor taste in stories to scare children with. <laughs> that, yeah, or like, yeah. that would be a story that. like... That, I could see that as a story Nojiko would tell her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a marine captain comes by the table to chastise the men for running their mouths to a kid. <laughs> you must be drunk. he asks her why she's so interested in zed for a little kid and nami throws usopp under the bus (laughs) (laughs) like you could have just said like oh man i'm a little kid and i'm so curious about this bad guy that's gonna blow up the world nah she wanted to throw usopp under the bus (laughs) she points him out across the room to the marines and says that that creepy man told her to do it And hey. it's, a, it's a very funny shot of Usopp across the room, <laughs> yeah, just making is. a noise. <laughs> and also, also, to be fair, to be fair, Usopp doesn't have a bounty. Sniper King has Sniper a bounty. King does. That's true. Oh. If he gets caught, it's not connected to the Strawheads. Oh. But then it gets blown immediately because Robin uses her powers and they yeah. immediately recognize her as right. Nico <laughs> Robin of the Strawheads. <laughs> There's only one person who can make disembodied hands appear. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Back over with Kuzan, he waxes poetic with Luffy and company. Was it One Piece lying out there in the New World that gave rise to all these pirates? Or did the pirates give rise to One Piece? Does the man make the dream, or the dream make the man? When pirates chase their dreams, sometimes they step on other people's dreams in the process, and sometimes they destroy people's lives. Does that mean we should crush their dream in return? Is that even possible? Now former Marine Admiral Zed is trying to answer that question. If One Piece were to disappear, so would all the pirates. A crude conclusion, but that's what he thinks. I may no longer be a Marine myself, but I still want to see what fate has in store for Zed. I love when a movie states its thesis. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kuzan concludes that Zed is trying to rid the world of the One Piece, so pirates will no longer have a reason to dream. I mean, that's it's not a it's not a bad plan. It's not. It's, <laughs> I have heard more in it's not it's not a bad plan in theory. Right. Yeah. It's not a bad I've, goal. The idea behind the plan it. is dumb. Yes. I've heard crazier ideas. You can, just take away their hope in a in a better world. You just have to live with the system we have. <laughs> just just Buster call Raftel. <laughs> we gotta find it first. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, he bids them all farewell and tells them they can find Zed on this island. He's conveniently here. The intel team meet back up with the others, uh, followed by a swarm of marines. But Luffy calmly steps forward and drops them with Conqueror's Hockey, leaving just the captain to answer their questions for them. Oh, this is one of my favorite tropes where, like, you're waiting for your friends, your friends show up over the horizon, and they take a couple more steps. <laughs> and, and there's bad shit behind them. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Gets me and every time. 
I, I also like that they established beforehand that Luffy is just not in a good mood right now. He is he is stuck on that L he took from 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 Zed. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. Is this how the uh, how Conqueror's hockey usually looks in the anime? I mean, it it varies. Yeah, I, I don't like this. I don't like this take on it much. Where it's, it's like, like a gust it's of a big glowing aura and it's right. a more over, overtly mystical. Yeah, like, I like how like ethereal it is in the in the manga. The captain reveals that the marines are currently launching an attack on Zed as they speak on some uh, sand dunes on the island. Uh, we cut over there, but the marines are no match for Zed, who tells them, Your justice is useless. It won't accomplish a damn thing. If you really want justice, really want freedom, burn it all down and try again from the start! <laughs> oh, he's one of those. Yeah, he's Where, he's yeah. an absolute zero. Yeah. Where have we heard this before? <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know the the weird thing is the things he's saying right now. I feel like Akainu would be behind. So still, a lot we don't know about Akainu. Yeah. So still, I feel like we we've, we've seen him use the same sort of justification for you know mass genocide. Yeah, but I want it to be my idea. <laughs> yeah. He's just salty that, that the old man came up with it. Mm-hmm. Or a, a, a non-official marine. The Dynastones do their thing, erupting the volcano on the island, destroying the second endpoint uh, for what Zed begins to refer to as the Grand Reboot. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Luffy and the others arrive for round two with Zed, Ayn, and Bins. Zoro clashes with Ayn again, uh, Sanji with Bins, and Luffy, of course, with Zed. Mm-hmm. Usopp offers to back him up, but Luffy wants to prove he can take Zed alone. What are you, Goku? <laughs> <laughs> Let your friends help you, Luffy. In the midst yeah. of their battle, the volcano violently erupts and begins to destroy the town on the island. Thankfully, Kuzan is there to help people evacuate to the sea train. It's a good guy, that Aokiji. Yeah. <laughs> Lamb of God, that Kuzan. Guess I should guess I should not be calling him that. Yeah. <laughs> I still call him that, personally. Yeah. Luffy compliments Zed on his awesome arm, but swears it won't hit him again this time, as he activates Gear 2. Gear 2 is unpleasant to see animated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Yeah. It's With, it's it's cool, but it's unpleasant to look at. When you he, don't like the hydraulic pumps in I, his legs? I do not. I do. I didn't mention it at the beginning, but it was a delight to get used to seeing like animated stretchies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the good, very good sound effects for them. Yeah. I like when it stretches back and snaps back into place. <laughs> Zed questions Luffy's conviction in his dream. Are you prepared to risk your life to throw everything away for your dream? Yeah! Does that include the lives of your crew? Ask him the tough questions. Uh, having served as distraction long enough, Ayn and Bins disengage and flee as the island continues to explode around them. Zed fires machine gun fire out of his arm at Luffy, who deflects them all back, but then Zed pulls a small pistol out and shoots Luffy in the shoulder. <laughs> and the bullet finds purchase. Motherfucker. Oh, oh, this hurt. Ooh. Yeah, old, old Derringer. Motherfucker. <laughs> and this, this was a good little callback, because like when Zed was fighting... um Oh, wait, I get him mixed up. I get the admirals mixed up. Light, light boy. Kizaru. 
Kizaru, when he was fighting Kizaru, he told him like, ah, uh, you don't. I always told you, don't rely too much on your glint glint powers. Yep. And then that <laughs> came to fruition here. He's like, ah, yeah. I keep this special for when I'm fighting a devil fruit for user punks who's like got, you. Gotten yeah. lazy. Relies. I can't believe it took me until now to realize like, oh. You can just make bullets out of this because it is a stone, right? Yeah. You can yeah. just make he, kryptonite he's, bullets. He's, he says that it's difficult to to do, right? But right, but yeah, it does work. It Which is their done. their kind of hand wavy way of being like, this is we're why not going to do not, this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why not everyone in the Marines has one of these. It makes sense. Yeah. Even though they absolutely should. Zed leaves Luffy in the dirt and steals his hat, saying he's going to make Shanks and the other emperors pay just like every other New World pirate, whether they ignore him or not. Just take his dream. Oy. Take his treasure. Uh, Usopp, Sanji, and Zoro rescue Luffy from the dunes and run like hell to escape the volcano's lava. Usopp uses his banana boat to give them a little extra speed flying downhill out of town. Hooray! I love this sequence. It's like, yes. doesn't have a steering wheel. It's a banana boat. It's a banana. <laughs> it is literally a banana. Uh, they are saved at the last moment by Kuzan, who freezes the lava in place. Whoa. <laughs> Thank God. Hasn't lost any of his mojo. Yeah. How much... Did he and Akainu hold back because they were fighting at Marineford in the Paramount War? Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. Because after seeing what happened to Punk Hazard, I'm thinking, like... Probably a bit. <laughs> probably a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Straw Hats flee on the sea train as the island fully explodes behind them. Wow. I hope the sea train was big enough to get the whole population onto it. Of that island? <laughs> of yeah, the, holy uh, shit. Of the summer vacation island. Uh, with the Neo-Marines, as they look out upon the destruction, Zed tells his subordinates, Everything in this world, one piece. Imagine all the things that have been sacrificed for such a foolish dream. How much sadness and hate has it bred? If this is what their era means, if this is what they call free will, freedom, I will crush these things without remorse. They chose this dream, so let them be buried with it. Let them reap the consequences. If only for a moment, I'll show them the same suffering they brought upon this world and draw the curtain on this accursed great pirate era. Ah, so he's so he's uh, he's one of those. The only way to attain peace is to remove free will types. This is how you do the. Um villain where you kind of see where they're coming from thing this is how you do it correctly though, yeah i think <laughs> i i also like how i mean especially someone who's disenfranchised from the quote-unquote good side <laughs> yeah. right i i like given what we learn about him later i like how um like he, he's got like several quote-unquote good points like not that they're sure. good points but like sure inherent self-referential points but like they're not exactly meshing with each other like, oh, we're uh -huh. going to burn everything down, or oh no, he they made suffering, so I'm going to make them suffer. Like, there isn't exactly one thing that he's fighting for. Yeah. It's sort of he's just, just... He's just angry. Yeah. yeah. He's an angry old man. Mm -hmm. Back at Marine headquarters, Garp and Sengoku discuss what Zed's been doing. And here's our first look at Sengoku after the time skip. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he has he gone guys. pure white in his yeah. life. In two years. <laughs> Oh boy. A lot of yep. stress, I guess. Built yep. up. Yeah. 
Yeah, understandable. <laughs> it reminds me of um, when people would put side by side Barack Obama before and after. I was his turn. I was literally <laughs> gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sengoku feels sympathy for what Zed's been through, but feels that by endangering civilians, Zed has gone too far. Uh, Garp begins to explain to Kobe what pushed Zephyr away from the Marines. <clears throat> Promoted to Admiral at a young age, Zephyr married and had a child, but they were murdered by a pirate with a grudge. Ah, the old fridge. <laughs> yep. Zephyr retired from the front lines and instead became a teacher, a father to a generation of Marines. And then and they basically got every Marine, too. <laughs> every Marine that we're familiar with in the series. Yeah, it's a uh, it's every assumed sig- that they trained under Zed. Every significant one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, tragedy struck though, and he lost not only his arm but his crew of sailors to pirate attack. Ayn and Bins were the only two pupils that Zephyr could save. And it was at Oof. this point where I go, "What? Who? Which pirate?" Indeed, uh, Zephyr received his arm upgrade from the Marines, but. One day, his faith and resolve in the cause was broken for good, when the very pirate that killed his crew had his crimes absolved and was invited to join the Seven Warlords. And it's at this point where I go, which pirate? (laughs) (laughs) It would be good to know. (laughs) I have a a suspicion. I want to know which of these Seven Warlords did this shit. My theory is Mihawk. He's good at cutting. That would be interesting. I immediately assumed Doflamingo. Doflamingo would have been a good choice too, considering that's where we're going. Yeah, but I just I'm just like a someone did a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my thinking is uh, if if any if any bad thing happens, there's a very <laughs> solid chance that Mihawk that uh, Doflamingo's responsible. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but that. part of why my theory is it's Mihawk is because if you look at the Neo Marines flag. There's a sword going through the skull that looks a lot like Mihawk's sword. Huh. Hmm. That's a good point. Uh, Zed, holding a grudge against pirates and navy alike now, formed the Neo Marines to do the job he could no longer trust the Marines to do. Drain the swamp. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was thinking, like, Batman or Daredevil, personally. <laughs> It's it's more Punisher than anything. Like yeah, it's extra, that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, true. It's extra Especially since judicial was a cop. <laughs> revenge yeah, shit. True. Yeah, and also I like the retelling of the story um, because it's like, and then the worst thing happened again, <laughs> a third time, <laughs> and if then you it got it. This and man then just... it got bad again. <laughs> he cannot stop taking these ales. <laughs> uh, we hear the sailing dirge again and see that it is Kuzan singing it at a grave of swords. The sea watches us quietly, guiding us through our death and our birth. From humble hometown waters to the waves at the end of the earth. All our pain and suffering It swallows up in its warm embrace So knowingly and gently Why 
washes them all away. There will come a day, I'm sure, when I must hear its solemn call and walk side by side with my old friends. Resting in its foamy waters. Oh, amazing reveal. Yeah. And unlimited blade works. Zed approaches his old pupil, who tells his former master he's always hated that song. It's morbid, and though it honors fallen marines, it never brought him any peace. Yeah, because the song is about, like, the welcoming embrace of death. Mm-hmm. Break, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is well, this fucking funeral dirge didn't bring you any peace, Kuzon. Mm. Wild. This, yeah, the Song <laughs> of the Marines is basically like, the ocean pulled us away from our homes to this cause, and someday we will return to the ocean to all of our dead friends. My we, friends are dead, we'll... and I will join them, and that'll be nice. You know, comparatively, I like the pirate anthem a little better. yo ho 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 you it's like little, to pound your feet and clap your hands, Jason? It's a yeah. little, it's a little jauntier, you know, <laughs> a little more pep in our step. Cause that's more like, yeah, we're gonna die, so let's focus on living. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song does have a name, and it is called Ocean Guide. Oh. Mm. Kuzan tosses his old master a bottle of his favorite sherry. <laughs> it's called what is it like? Jerez. There it is. Ah, yeah, I was wondering. He says, "I used to drink that so I could be more like you." I thought it was the coolest damn thing in the world. Uh, Zed tells him trying to get sentimental is futile and won't dissuade him from his course. <laughs> Kuzan asks if he's willing to die, and Zed says, if that's what it takes. There's an evil in this world the Marines don't have the courage to destroy. Someone's got to stand up for justice, no matter the cost. Oh, Jerez is real, by the way. Huh. Uh, oh. Oh. Sherry is a fortified wine made from white grapes that are grown near the city of, well, it would be pronounced Jerez de la Frontera in Andalusia, Spain. Ooh. Official sponsor of the film. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got some really detailed shots of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. With like some, there's like, there's like glints off of the bottles and lens flares and everything. It low-key made me want to try it. Hmm. Oh, by the way, Andalusia is the, uh, like, southern, like, peninsula of Spain where it meets, um, Gibraltar? Gibraltar. And, and runs into Africa. Isn't Dress Rosa like... Spain? Yes. Mm. It is. Mm. Oh, they're ticking the Doflamingo column. And, uh, Andalusia <laughs> is really cool if you want to, uh, look at pictures because it's a combination of, like, Spanish influences with like Middle Eastern influences. It's a it's a cool little visual tour. Uh, Zed tells his student to kindly stay out of his way because he doesn't want to kill him. Kuzan can't bring himself to attack Zed and simply walks away. Oh, this hurts my heart. I love these yeah, tense moments. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Luffy recuperates from his bullet wound. Kuzan approaches to ask if he's going to fight or just sit there feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> and I love Luffy's face drawn here. It's it, he's got like these little lines under his eyes that's like just stressed and desperate and tired. Mm-hmm. Kuzan explains to the Straw Hats Zed's ultimate goal and where they can find him next. 
uh, providing them with an eternal pose to the final island. Endpoints 1 and 2 were respectively on Furs Island and Sekon Island. Mm. Hmm. This was the only part where I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking come on. And the final one is on Periodo. Which is weird, because you think it'd be under, like, Thur Island or something. (laughs) Right. Well, it's Periodo because it's the end. Yeah. Mm. You know, you know, the writing room were just like high fiving after they named these islands. Yeah! <laughs> Sekon <laughs> Island. The Straw Hats and Kuzan discuss the hypocrisy of killing the civilians of the New World just to get to the pirates, but Luffy doesn't give a shit about any of that. <laughs> he wants his hat back. I want my fucking hat back. <laughs> to beat your ass and get my hat. He promised Shanks he would return it. And all the, the Kuzan is like kind of taken aback by this, but all the Straw Hats are just kind of chuckling like, oh, he doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't know who he's dealing with. <laughs> I, I kind of like uh, Frankie's comment of, 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 of like, I wasn't planning on saving the world today, but I mean. If that's what we have to do. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else planned on a Tuesday, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Straw Hats reboard the Sunny, fully prepared, ready to finish this fight. Frankie first reminds everyone about the powerful weapons that they'd been promised, so the Straw Hats gear up. Oh yeah, the Inherited Will. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> the, it turns out the, the, looted the Inherited goods. Will is, is uh, epic gear drops. <laughs> <laughs> just like cool swords for everybody that they don't <laughs> use. Nope. No. They just hold it for a pose. Yep. <laughs> but that does explain why they're why they all change outfits because they're I, doing it too for, to show props to the uh, the fallen pirates. Mm-hmm. I gotta game, ask, right? do, yeah. does the, do these sequences start with like um, like Oda does a cool color spread and then the movie finds a way to like justify it or something? No, no. Oda does cool designs and then tells the movie to figure out how to put them in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's like it's like. We thought of the cool idea of Luffy in a coat with, like, meat strapped to his back like it's a Monster Hunter weapon. Yes. Yes. And then they're like, all right, figure out how to put that in. Uh Yes. (laughs) Kind of for the same reason, like, I'm guessing the same philosophy was used for um, Strong World when Oda gave everyone, like, cool, like, Quentin Tarantino black suits and guns (laughs) and shit and went, put that in the movie. Yeah, exactly. You got it, Chief. Yes, Aye. it's that's that's why we're getting a minimum of two costumes per movie. And these, I mean, this I think movie, that's I think that's Oda's p- favorite part about this process. I, I mean, mm. it might be my favorite part too. I'm all for it. Yeah, <laughs> good ass outfits. Absolutely. Uh, if it tells you anything about his importance, this is the only scene where Golly has speaking dialogue, and I made no note of it. <laughs> In oh, my notes. But yeah, Golly also scene... gives Nami his hat. <laughs> This is the Ooh, scene nice. where where he's the the establishing shot, and I was very confused <laughs> at who I was looking at. His conundrum is that he doesn't know whether he should be a pirate or a marine someday because he thinks both are cool. <laughs> and Luffy says, "Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Do Dolly. what you want, kid. <laughs> like if Do you're you asking want, me, you're missing the point." <laughs> and then <laughs> they leave. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, in so many words, he was kind of just saying, "I don't really give a shit." Yeah. I think he taught him a good lesson by accident. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he turns back around and says, you can do whatever you, you dream of. 
All right, bye. <laughs> He's like, oh, I kind of feel bad about that one. Okay, I'll leave. I'll leave with a, a positive note. They sail headlong into battle between the Marines and Neo Marines, firing their Gowan cannon to clear a path for themselves, and they disintegrate a boat of people. Yeah, murder <laughs> thousands. Wow. What happened there? Ooh. <laughs> I hope these ain't bye. Cannons. I guess it's fine. They didn't have dreams. <laughs> No, the Gowan Cannon just disintegrates their dreams. They didn't have dreams, but they they had families who will miss them. Yeah, (laughs) I I want there to be like an ocean dub where it's just like, good thing my knockout sleep ray has has finished completion. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a a Dragon Ball Z where it gets... Those factories where we're all empty because it's Sunday. Uh, they arrive at the island and fan out to find Zed, charging into battle. Ugh. Zoro is immediately lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, we got, that's, that's all we get. That was we the quota. Lost, Zoro. We, that was the quota. They met it. Yeah. <laughs> he runs into Ayn again and resolves to take her on to free his friends from her powers. I think I think it's more likely that Ayn found him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanji encounters Bins for a rematch as well. <laughs> And yells, I'm gonna pound every one of you until Nami is sexy again. (laughs) Which I think is perhaps the purest expression of Sanji's ethos imaginable. I was thinking about that for my quote. Just really laid bare. It did make me laugh. Yeah. But it does make it clear that he doesn't think she's sexy as a little kid, so (laughs) that's nice, I guess. Thank thank you, I guess. We take those. Much much like Usopp when dealing with Sanji, I'll take what I can get. The bar is through the floor. (laughs) I do like that he catches on fire with pure horniness. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If anyone could do it, right, <laughs> it'd be him. Uh, Luffy beats up hundreds of grunts with a giant haunch of meat, and then he eats the meat when he's done. That's efficient. He, yes. he just goes full muso on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, damn, I'm kind of hungry. It's a good plan. Uh, good thing I have this dinosaur leg, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's T-Rex tail steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How did I not think of that until now? <laughs> Meanwhile, Kizaru and some vice admirals arrive to deal with both the pirates and Zed. The Straw Hats show off cool fighting techniques, uh, fighting against the fodder goons, mm-hmm. but are suddenly attacked by what appears to be a pacifista. Yeah, whoa, Though what? Though it seems pretty holy different. Sh- holy shit. Yeah, they're, they're Pacifistas, but scarier. <laughs> I have sort of settled in and like zoned out at this point. <laughs> yeah, because there were. And then these motherfuckers showed and up. And then the movie said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, it, the, the movie clapped its hands in your face and said, wake up! Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, everything I... before that moment, they were just kind of like reusing <laughs> moves and shots from fucking Fishman Island fights. Basically. Yeah, we got Robin's big leggies. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, we got a really cool thing of um, Chopper tossing a bunch of guns into the air and then using yeah. guard oh, yeah. point to catch them in his floof. Yeah, and yeah, big, that and was and then firing tank. them all at once. That was wild. Did he? I mean, the only way he could do this is if, is if he mastered um, life return and he could control each of his little strands <laughs> of floof to pull the triggers. Mm. Clearly, <laughs> a lot can happen these. Which two years. he definitely did. It's canon now. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Luffy and Zed finally meet again for the final battle. Zed asks him why he would go through all this trouble for a hat, and Luffy tells him, it shows me the way to becoming king of the pirates. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he basically... It's my character's high concept. <laughs> it, so I, I'm gonna, I'll have thoughts on, I'll have thoughts for like the end on, on all of this, and okay, ethics. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoosh. Again, stuff you didn't think you were going to have to think about with One Piece. <laughs> I will Many say, times. Luffy's relationship with, with Zed here is so... Uh, it's so weird and disjointed to me. Because Zed is talking to him like like Akuma would with Ryu or something. Like, he's been <laughs> guiding him as a villain down this path. And Luffy kind of just... Re- disregards him almost yes <laughs> he's just in the way of the hat <laughs> yeah just give me the fucking hat back dude i don't <laughs> that, it, it's consistent that's luffy yeah i can't i can't argue with it i don't care about your ancestral beef with the fucking sea cops and how you are like their master miller or whatever I want hat back. Uh, frankie arrives in the general frankie to fend off these bizarre pacifistas oh so cool yeah the sound effects and it's... music goes like full mech anime he's the mm-hmm. ultimate <laughs> true he absolutely annihilates them single-handedly so i good i i'm glad they were here i guess yeah oh, yeah holy shit cool cool to know they we did... have upgraded <laughs> pacifistas now they didn't really do anything but cool <laughs> but now we know just how cool general frankie is my work here is done they said <laughs> yeah Zoro manages to take down Ayn, and his crewmates revert back to their true ages in a very normal, very uh, non-horny way. Very yeah. normal. Very <laughs> normal. The only part of this that was fun for me was the long shot of Brooks' butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Just Brooks' bony, they, dumpy filling they're, they're in aware. with nothing. They're aware of what which, they're which doing. Is, which is shot in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is hilarious. To, to, remove, to remove the curtain for the audience at home, um, we basically see a very lovingly rendered iliac crest as, uh, <laughs> as Nami grows into her, into her, her adult proportions. Yeah. We get uh-huh. to, still we, wearing the kid-sized clothes. There was a pretty yeah. funny moment. For me, at least, as a result of my own commentary, where I go, okay, here comes the boob <laughs> shot. Wait a second, she's wearing like armor over his chest, and then there's no boob shot, and then it cuts to Robin, and it's like, oh, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the camera, the camera was three steps ahead of you on 5D horny chest. <laughs> five, five D. <laughs> that's it's Sanji's. That's not the game. number of dimensions. That's the cup size. That's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. God damn. That fucking that fucking hit me with the cross counter. <laughs> Sanji also takes down his foe, and all of the straw hats gather up to watch Luffy's fight. They all show up for the cutscene. <laughs> yeah. For Raiden versus Vamp. Uh, he manages to finally break apart Zed's arm, punching it over and over. Uh, or at least the big part of it. He still has, a, a, much like Frankie, a little arm underneath. Yeah, I, That Which, caught me by surprise. Yeah, because didn't yeah, his arm too. get cut off? They, they yeah. said. It's a robot arm still. I'm guessing they just gave just him a, a little robot, robot arm and then a big, beefy sea <laughs> prism arm. But the little arm has flesh muscles. 
It looks, yeah, it doesn't look <laughs> Mega, like a robot arm. It looks like a Mega glove. is very good. He's really, really good. <laughs> Luffy and Zed infuse both of their arms with hockey, and Kuzan comes to watch his old master, Black Arms Zephyr, battle once more. And then they this just is, they just do a slobber knocker. This Boy, is they. just the... This is just the fight at the end of MGS4. Yeah. <laughs> where it's just two old guys beating the hell out of each other on an exploding tanker. Uh-huh. Mm. There's not even music. It's just... just, And they're tired. These are heavy yeah. hits. I do, I do like that they go, oh, they're, they're, it's the return of the Black Arm Zephyr, we know. As he, like, imbues his, both of his arms with hockey. Making them black. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh makes Sanji's uh, moniker interesting. Black leg. <laughs> Black leg. Yeah. yeah. It, me, they assumed, well, the only po- surely the only way he could possibly kick that hard is if he had crazy arm hockey. <laughs> Probably. That's that's interesting. But you, it would have to be legament hockey. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that was good. That one was good. <laughs> um, I have a question. Yeah. During the fight, this was my biggest concern, and I didn't really understand this concern until I had heard the fight and, like, the sound effects and the foley and stuff. Mm-hmm. How did Luffy's flip-flops stay on? <laughs> for any, same way of, as for the, any of the shit he does. Same way as the coats yep. and the, <laughs> the sunglasses. I uh, think... Belief. My honest answer is he is just, like, gripping the shit out of them with his toesies. <laughs> his toes are curled. <laughs> Whoa. He's... My my thinking Rubber is, is he has a good grip. He's taught he's taught his his the the soles of his rubber feet to just do little pinches, <laughs> and he's got he's got he, he he's got little suction cups uh, at the bottom. Gross. <laughs> Don't like it. Gross. Bad. Disgusting. <laughs> Gross. Hate it. Moving on. L plus ratio. That would be the worst double fruit power. <laughs> what, having suction cups? Suction cups at the bot- ba- bases of your feet. Mm, Just that's it. Yeah. No other changes. Speaking of... I mean, how, how far is that from Bellamy, honestly? Hmm. <laughs> Speaking <What>? of L... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, fuck Bellamy. <laughs> no, um, um, it was really funny that when I noticed that... Uh, Zed was also smoking an L-shaped cigar. Yeah, what? Wow. Was like that his inhaler? That's like his it, inhaler again. Like, it is oh. an inhaler, but it does look Why like Why was a, he fucking smoking it? It does look like a fine Cuban cigar with, like, a like a gold band around it. <laughs> so I can understand wow. the confusion. Yeah. Anyway, the joke I was going to make is he holds so many L's that he literally just has one hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> hey. hey! That was good. I'm into it. Luffy ratatouilles Zed with a punch, making him briefly remember his childhood. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you ever been punched so hard you remember your childhood? You know, I feel like that's how that Pixar movie should have ended. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Linguini just cold cocks him. <laughs> Boosh! Uh, I stole that joke from my partner, by the way, while we were watching. <laughs> good. Good good shit. I, pre- I appreciate your artistic integrity. Thanks, Tyler's partner. <laughs> Credit to the artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Zed goes ham on Luffy, knocking him to the ground. But Luffy won't quit and gets right back up, kicking Zed away. Oh, this was so good. 
Because you get a lot of, like, silly faces from Luffy as he gets just punched into the yeah. Caribbean. And then he, like, just falls down. He's like, oh, man, Luffy's down. And 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 Zed, like, kind of backs up in his triumph. And then Luffy, like, pushes off with his hands and kicks him. And it's just, it's very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good content. It's, yeah. They trade blow for blow with each other until they both lay exhausted. Zed concedes, unable to stand any longer, old age taking its toll on him. He tells Luffy to take his hat back and then take his life. Yeah. <laughs> Luffy says he doesn't want his life, he just wants the hat. I, bro, I'm just I'm just here for the fucking hat, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he also thanks him for a fun fight. <laughs> yeah, he, then he then he really does go Goku on him. Yeah. It's <laughs> says, very Goku. <laughs> says I hope we could do it again sometime. No, no, actually no, I he like doesn't that. say that. He says you want to keep going? I can yeah, keep going. Does. I, what I what I like in this moment is where Zed pauses for a moment and is like, you know what? It was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's weirdly wholesome. Because uh, cause Luffy didn't destroy his will. He, didn't. he just wants the hat. He just wants the yeah. hat. Uh, Kizaru arrives, surrounding everyone with his forces. Zed stands himself back up to confront his former students, <laughs> saying, I did what I wanted until the end. But I have to pay the price to all the men I walked over to get here. Otherwise, I won't be able to face the ones who went before me. You won, Straw Hat Luffy, and that means you earned the right to continue your adventure. Stand back. Let old man Zed take care of this. No, wait! It's time for me to pay the price, and for all of these cops to pay the price too. He was he he just didn't have any plans beyond like dying today, so he was like really committed to that. Yeah, he. Yeah. I mean, he mm. he's uh, he's essentially just doing suicide by cop. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Suicide it's by un- every unexpected. cop in the ocean. <laughs> like the whole time, yeah, I'm just... like, this is meant to be a tragic scene, but I'm not feeling that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, we get to oh, dope, we get to just watch this guy just get fucking firing squad. <laughs> executed. Ayn tries to stop Zed, but Kuzan erects a wall of ice, cutting Zed and the Marines off from the Straw Hats and the Neo Marines. Honor his bravery! <laughs> <laughs> He's, he, he erects a wall of ice, cutting this movie off from the rest of the story's canon. <laughs> <laughs> Zed goes down fighting the men he trained to take his place. As Kizaru quite literally lights Zed up, yeah. Uh, all of the vice admirals yeah. present watch stoically, tears in their eyes. That part's kind of brutal, not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, the marine dirge plays again in the background as Zed faces his demise. <laughs> like, I I feel like Kizaru has decent enough accuracy. He didn't have to do all those body shots. No. He just wanted to. <laughs> he could have He could have ended that pretty quickly. But he's just, I guess he was salty about... That fight from the beginning of the movie. Ayn and Binz create a gravesite for their master with the shattered remains of his arm. Kuzan tells them to stop crying because until his last breath, Zed held to his beliefs. That's the coolest thing in the whole damn world. Did he though? <laughs> Did he though? Did he though? I mean, yeah, he I sure mostly didn't just let the gave up. go. Yeah. Yeah. He should yeah. earned his like, respect, which I think means his entire worldview was upset and destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh boy, I'm gonna crush every pirate. Unless they can beat me in a punching match, then I guess they're okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're running out of screen time. I can't really examine these things going on in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could I could just like, you know, try to su- t- try to suicide run this 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 bomb to the that end point <laughs> since we're here i mean i could i could do it yeah uh, we flash back to when zephyr was a child who had fashioned himself a superhero costume he's a common writer and yes. would fight off bullies for other kids calling himself the hero zed oh that's where he got his name i feel like this was supposed to be the thesis and we didn't get enough um <laughs> exploration of it <laughs> Anyway, cue the Avril Lavigne. Yeah, Avril Lavigne, take it away. <laughs> yeah, this the the places where this sing one, your ex husband's song. <laughs> the, the places where this one stumbles are really places where it's like these are really interesting ideas yeah. that felt like they deserved like an actual arc in the manga. Yeah, it's almost like a, a film's runtime is not the place for Ichiro Oda to tell stories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why, which 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 he which he admitted. In that, in that, at one point back there, as yeah. I recall. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, he said, like, there was I, one specific thing he was really looking forward to, and he decided not he to do it as a movie. He had to scrap the whole it, thing, yeah. Because it wasn't going to fucking work. <laughs> Actually, hey, do you want to watch a movie that's about um, the twisted uh, vision of a hero seeking justice? Let me tell you, uh, tune into fucking Dragon Ball Super Superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does kind of explore pretty much the same themes of this movie. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good Uh, time. Any other thoughts for this movie? Um, I I just Um, have some half-baked... I like it more than Strong World. I have some half-baked philosophy ethics thoughts. Um, Oh, I love these. And, oh boy, it... That's what we come here for. Oh, gee. I hope I can do anything justice. Um... (laughs) So, you know, we you know, we at the core have Luffy and an anti-Luffy, and the role of a good villain is to highlight things about the hero and, like, the nuances of why this works or couldn't work. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the thesis of the movie is, is, like, essentially what happens when you have free will, but your free will gets in conflict with someone else's free will. Mm-hmm. And is it okay to crush someone else's dream to advance your own dream? Um and a lot of the big players that are portrayed as villainous are ones that try to take these big worldwide views with an absolutist um, bent of, ah, here is the correct answer in every situation. Either we got to burn it all down or we have to get rid of all of this kind of person or every yeah. person mm-hmm. who... It's, it's a, a template solution. Right. Right. And, and, the, and even though no one else agrees with me, I'm definitely right. Right. And we contrast that to Luffy, who is very much um, like person oriented and and relationally oriented. Like he he does what he thinks is right in reference to just a very small worldview of like, I'm going to do what I think is right based on what is directly in front of me. Yeah, Um, he doesn't deal with hypotheticals. Right. And like what what is going to be okay for my friends and the people that I meet? Um I, I haven't dealt with a lot of like highfalutin ethics in a long time, but that personally, that's the kind of, of ethics that I lean towards is, is situational and, and relational. Um, of like you, you have to center the real people that you're around. You know, if you're not going to be a good person to your family and the people that you meet on the street, you know, how are mm. you gonna choose what's right for the world at large? Hmm. 
mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. interesting seeing him like declaring that he wants to try to protect Fishman Island the way that um, the way that Whitebeard did raises the idea that those things could be brought into conflict. Right. That he may have to start thinking on the larger scale and potentially thinking about what that means, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, what... I think both of the New World arcs we've read so far have have brought that up. Yeah, definitely, like, Law brings it up, where it's just like, this is happening on a scale that, like, you have not run into before. It's not just, like, one guy and his boat and his crew. Like, yeah. this is... This in a is, town. This is big, <laughs> this is systemic. <laughs> yeah. And you, and it's it'll be interesting to see how Luffy and Oda handle that question of how do you balance dealing with big systemic problems while staying true to yourself and the people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, just one. I, I forgot. I wrote this down, but I forgot to bring it up. <laughs> I think I pictured in my head the banana boat lava escape ride. Definitely has to be <laughs> some kind of a ro- like an actual ride in like Universal Studios Japan or something. <laughs> uh, that yes. one theme, that One Piece theme park. Mm-hmm. Would be good for it, yeah. Yes, yeah. please. I feel like there there was a lot of CGI in these, uh, mostly for like yeah, uh, mostly for the like crowds. big panning background shots and stuff. And I don't mean to sa- I don't mean that to sound like ooh CGI parentheses derogatory, um, <laughs> but like it was like noticeable. This is 2012, and I think animation at that time was having a a difficult and nuanced conversation on the balance between 2D and 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And we had not quite reached an equilibrium yet. <laughs> I don't think it's integrated terribly for the time. No, no, yeah, no. I think I didn't. It didn't stand out to me as like, ugh, like, like in like an. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's it's years later, but it's better than Strong World did. Yeah. Yo, hey, yeah. let's talk. <laughs> yeah. With the fucking Cave of Wonder lions. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Lest we forget. Oh, I oh God. I won't forget the fucking lions. Not this day. <laughs> I I have uh, two thoughts. Uh, one is there's a scene when Zoro is fighting Ayn where she throws her her power to like turn molten rock into lava. Yeah, and does not throw it at Zoro, and that haunts Ever. me. <laughs> that will haunt me till till the day I die, <laughs> knowing that she can just throw that. Right. Just, just. It was already a busted yeah. power. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was bad enough when she she touched you to, to to kill you. Now she doesn't she can just throw it at you. But um, the other thought is, um, it's kind of interesting that uh, between the two movies we've watched for this this podcast now, both of them are Luffy fighting someone representative of past generations. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Shiki representing the era of Gold Rogers pirates and Zed representing, you know, the the brain side of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I like how the biggest the biggest scariest powers that be in this universe seem really obsessed with what is old to the, the point where they ignore they ignore the new generation. Yeah, and like it's 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 kind of indicative of how the the Marines are obsessed with the ancient weapons too. 
and mm-hmm. Luffy could not give less of a shit about the ancient weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not really paying attention to the history that's being made yeah. right now because they labeled like the millennial pirates um, the worst generation or whatever. Mm, indeed. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna call them the millennial pirates because they're <laughs> yeah. being fucking instead of the eleven supernovas. <laughs> they're getting fucking blamed for everything <laughs> under the sun. Uh, how about some X marks? Ooh, yeah. You mean yeah. to tell me there's X marks in this film? Considerably less than Strong World had. Huh. But really? there are a few. Oh. Remind myself what the ones for Strong World were. Oh. I know there's a clown scientist. I had another note. Um, at one point when Luffy's fighting Zed, uh, there's a there's a Dragon Ball Z charge ups out effect. <laughs> I was I noted that, <laughs> and I thought that was really funny that they put that in, in One Piece film Z. Ah, uh, yeah. clever. A lot of uh, Luffy's stretching sound effects are Majin Buu's stretching sound effects too. Oh, oh. shit! That's You're right. Just the sound of stretching. I guess that's just a yeah, Toei thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just their their library of sound effects. Gotcha. There's the. Uh, Oh yeah, so we we had a clown scientist, obviously, but also the Kraken mm-hmm. using beasts to take over the world, uh, and IQ is processed into some, a drug called SIQ, which turns people into animals. Uh, oh, oh, huh. it's almost it's almost like he had an idea for a really good story that he didn't quite get to tell in yeah. movie form, so he's yeah. doing it now in the manga instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes you wonder uh, if there might be some of that in this one. Mm. Well, Tyler? Uh, I only have three X marks. Oh. Ah, and uh, but if we activate uh. all three of them, will it destroy <laughs> the world? <laughs> It'll destroy the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. We have to stop Tyler from getting to that third X mark. <laughs> Oh god! The first X mark <laughs> uh, is Sanji's fancy lighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second X mark. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is C prism bullets? Ooh. Sure. Uh, and the last one is replacement wait, wait, wait. pacifistas. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, oh well. Oh the end. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Got a star chart for us? I do. Oh, um. Surprise! None of the movie-only characters have manga debut dates or have canonical birthdays. Oop. That's genuinely surprising. Yeah, so we surprising gotta, and we upsetting. Gotta, we gotta go <laughs> with um with their with their debut in film Z, which I I told you, it's either the second, tenth, or fifteenth of December. Whether you want, depending on how much of a pedant you want to be about it. <laughs> either way, all of those dates fall into the same sign. Sagittarius. So this could ostensibly go for any movie-exclusive character from Any of the Neo-Marines. Anyone, really. Just a bunch of dreamers. um, I personally picked Binns, because he's my favorite freak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised by this. Mm -hmm. So this is what the stars have to say for you this week. Have you been going crazy with all the demands placed on you? Don't despair. Reflect on all that's been going on. Think about where you want to make changes. Once you've come to a decision, don't hesitate to implement it. (laughs) It's easier than waiting for the big opportunity and doing it all at once, for that chance may never come. The step-by-step approach can bring about the right results. It's pretty good for Zed, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you all for listening. 
appreciate everyone who tunes into the show every week and i hope you join us again next week when we return to reading volumes and when justice is blind (laughs) until then uh, matt where can our nakama find you on the grand online oh well you can find me over on uh twitch and twitter under the username define prog that's d-e-f-i-n-e-p-r-o-g that's where i'll be doing my rock and roll zombie vtuber thing and you can find me over on webtoons under the same username awesome. you can read some of my comics i've made throughout the years oh, yeah, those are great you can find me on twitch.tv slash jcavs j-a-y-c-a-l-v-e-s i usually stream in the middle of the week Usually, sometimes, haven't lately, but if you hit the follow bell, then you'll just know whenever I'm live. Jcavs takes you to any and all socials media I don't really update, but um, also I'm uh, I'm captaining the uh, Destructo Discourse Origins podcast uh, going up every other Wednesday if you'd like to follow along with, with uh, me and my friends as we recap all of the original Dragon Ball anime. It's, Dave? It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I am Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E on Archive of Our Own. I sometimes write and publish fanfiction. And Theo. I don't do much on the Grand Online, uh, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. Uh, We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I, a madman, will be performing (laughs) Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Oh, Oh boy. Godspeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace and pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, the Mess Deck, uh, where you can come and talk about the latest episode of the podcast or the volume of manga or movie that we watched uh, in it. And we also have a spoiler section to come and talk about the latest events of One Piece. Uh, if you'd like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. And I would appreciate it if you could rate and review the show on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find it. This has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming.